I'm Elia Haber for the Beirut Banyan. It's currently past 9 p.m. on Saturday nights, and I'm just walking around through the tents in Martyr Square, and I find Muhammad hanging out with his friends. And here's our conversation. Please start by stating your name, age, and profession. Okay, it's Muhammad Bzeya, 22. I'm a master's uh, graduate student at LAU studying uh, economics. Okay, so Mohammed, what brings you here today? Why are you here tonight? It's now past 8 p.m. in Martyr Square. In general, in Lebanon, it was, let's say, the 90s or the 1992 was the starting point for this economic and political uh, models. We had, like, for 15 years until 2005, there was the Syrian intervention or authority here in Lebanon. And so... Until 2005, it was different. Then in 2005, uh, the assassination of uh, Prime Minister Rafi al-Hariri, and then many political shocks in, uh, in, the, in the Lebanese society. Starting from 2011, the economic model started to suffer from severe problems. There are severe deficit in the balance of payments, etc., etc. So this accumulated to reach an ignition point, so the intifada, what we like to call it, it started in the 17th of, of October. But due to an accumulation of problems, accumulation of policies uh, established by the government that are opposing to the interests of the poor, the working class, and etc. How do you feel about this first step by the government? They had to respond, they had to resign. And this was only the first demand on our list or one of the demands of the people in these streets. So, okay, number one, tick, it was done. Now, number two, the demand that we all or most of the people in the streets agree on is to form an interim government with, for a certain period of time uh, with predetermined uh, tasks to do and the demand is for this interim government to adjust the electoral law, to have just like what the constitution says in Article 22, to have an electoral law out of any sectarian standards, to have a secular uh, electoral law, and then to have an elections, maybe now, maybe after six months, well, maybe after two years, uh, it doesn't matter, as long as we're having our elections based on standards that are out of any sectarian restrictions. So this is the second demand. Also, this interim government should have many economic policies to correct the situation, to save the country, to save us the crisis that we're going to. About those economic policies, how about the ones that were proposed by the previous governments? If another government were to take on the same reforms, would you be okay with that? So is your problem the people who proposed it or is it the proposed reforms that you were not okay with? The proposed reforms were not reforms whatsoever or were not the solution, were not solutions. One of the most important uh, article in the, in the paper introduced by the prime minister is to get money from the banks. Uh, he said that, okay, all people are asking the banks to pay now. Let's go get some money from the banks. Really, most of the money 
they were willing to take from the banks, they will take from the central bank. The central bank will pay 4,500 billion liras. Uh, and from the central bank, this is going to happen by central, the central bank printing money, causing directly an inflation in the market. And thus, the people are going to pay it from their pockets. This is one. The banks, the commercial banks, they were asking them to pay exceptionally for this year only just 600 billion liras. That's nothing. This is one. So the conclusion is that the banks, the capitalists in the country are not paying what they should pay. Number two, they're going to sell the country, like the telecommunications, electricity, etc., etc. They're going to sell the country and that's this proved that it's not the solution, especially for the poor and for the working class. So actually the reforms they introduced are not reforms, are not solutions. The actual reforms, the real solutions, is to go put more and more taxes on the financial capital, on the interests that the capitalists are getting from the uh, government and the central bank and so on. Since we're talking about the banking industry, would you want a change in the position that Riyad Salemi currently holds? Definitely, we hold Riyad Salemi a huge responsibility. We think that Riyad Salemi is the engineer of the whole uh, economic model, that the political uh, authority or the political parties in Lebanon benefited from, and the banks and the people who have billions in the banks also benefited from. So we think Riyad Salami has to take responsibility and uh, must be held accountable for, for uh, everything he's done, plus the financial engineers that he, uh, the financial engineerings he uh, did. Moving on from the uh, economic changes that you're hoping for in the new cabinet, how do you think we can get a new law that might take away votes or parliament seats from people who are currently represented by this parliament. Uh, actually, we do not uh, claim that the current parliament is not legitimate or does not represent a portion of the people. On the contrary, we do think that this parliament does represent a huge portion of the people. What we're aiming for is to have an electoral law out of any sectarian standards that will give the chance for people all around Lebanon because also the electoral law we're aiming to have uh, will consider or will, will have Lebanon uh, as a whole as one district, one electoral district. This will give chance to people that are marginalized now in, this, in the current electoral law to have their votes uh, and to have parliamentary seats. So let's switch to the third part of the interview and I would like to ask you about your media consumption. When you're reading news, whether about things that are happening in Beirut or anywhere else, what are the main methods that you use to stay informed? Okay, so since the 17th of October, maybe I watch TV once for one hour, so may mainly, mainly social media, specifically Facebook. That's Why? Honestly, because most of the time I'm in the streets, but more importantly, because the media, the traditional media we have, I believe it's not reflecting a good image of the streets. Some channels are, of course, biased. We can name some. 
I think the social media is somehow an alternative media that would reflect a more real image of what people are saying, people who have no influence and no money and no uh, power to have their seats and the TV channels and so on. So yeah, social media, especially now, is the, I think the alternative media that we can use. And how do you know if news that you are receiving in social media is fake or not? How do you deal with the abundance of fake news nowadays? True. Nice. Abundance of fake news because it's true. And uh, some are really serious. They are terrifying. They are uh, there to make people more and more scared of going out and going and protest and whatsoever. How do I know? I think it has to do with everyone's uh, abilities to differentiate but generally speaking you can check it out on many to, to have it on many sources and so on so this is one way and check it on official credible sources like uh, the news that like, the national, uh, national the national agency for for news yeah okay. this is this one way Okay, my last question would be, uh, let's say you're looking at this a year from now and you're looking back at this moment in our history. How do you think people will remember this or how would you want them to remember this moment? I think I will remember it and I think most people will or some people will remember it as the first serious attempt on a national level, on the whole Lebanese community to make a change, to change the bad status quo they're living on, uh, they're living in now. And I don't, I don't expect to have a year from now La uh, La Land in Lebanon and all our problems fixed. But I think this is the first attempt that will be, th there are gonna be more and more attempts to reach eventually to have a better country, to have our aims and goals achieved and our dreams maybe uh, coming real. Elia Haber signing off from Martyr Square for the Beirut Banyan.